This is the Life Origami Podcast. Enjoy the show. Well, it seems like the entire world, everybody is engaging in pointless arguments. And a pointless argument is when people are determined to be right and to make you wrong, where they refuse to engage in a dialogue and refuse to seek to understand other people's points of view and only want to broadcast their own point of view or puke their toxic attitude all over the internet and all over you. Because you know the really sad part is is this will re- if this continues, this will result in a regression of community, a regression of uh, of connection. Because what the words we use and what we say have have an impact; they ripple out. And they affect other people. And that ripples out and affects other people and so on and so on. We really need to have, be more compassionate in our conversations. And, you know, in the last five years, I've noticed that it gets increasingly longer between periods of that the our social audio communities become toxic. They have longer periods when they become toxic until they recover. Now, I realize there's some very real issues here, but we're not talking about the issues. We're not debating them and exploring them and coming up with solutions. We're just criticizing, condemning, complaining. And, uh, okay, I mean, with the Minneapolis Police Department choosing to defund their police department, that's going to make some different change. They're going to redirect the funds, if they follow through, it could have very substantial impact. Reminds me of Costa Rica. How Costa Rica, um, they disbanded their military and redirected the money into education. And they're a real shining example in Latin America of how they've invested in their people. <coughs> Excuse me. So we could do the same thing. We just have to have the will. The, pol- the political and the moral will to do it. So, maybe, maybe this action by the Minneapolis City Council to defund the Minneapolis Police Department, maybe it's a, an enlightened approach. Maybe it really is the right thing to do. And redirecting those funds into more they talk about redirecting to more youth programs, more social workers stuff like that, that could be helpful, although social workers aren't a cure-all for anything so this is going to be interesting to watch so apparently another example of Communities attempting police reform is Camden, New Jersey. 
because they had significant problems back in the 60s going from an industrial hub to be really having significant um, significant problems um, with drugs and, um, and significant police problems so they completely disbanded the police force and reconstituted it with uh, a new mentality with its police officers about community service. So instead of the urban warrior attitude, they, they kind of became guardians of the community, which is an interesting perspective. Uh, they were told that they had, they had to patrol on foot uh, to mingle with residents and uh, that they were to build a reservoir of trust to be able to draw upon in a crisis. Really interesting because it's been so successful, their murders are down by two-thirds since before the year of police reform and overall violent crime is down by nearly half. That's significant, a significant change. So perhaps Minneapolis is trying to pull off uh, what they did in Camden, New Jersey. Um, just really, really interesting. <clears throat> and that there's an opportunity to, maybe there is an opportunity, a momentum for change to be able to attack, attack this systemic racism by completely reinventing and holding police accountable. And, I mean, totally makes sense, right? When police are got an urban warrior attitude what do you think the attitude of the community is going to be there's not going to be an attitude of trust whereas they begin to build relationships and begin to be seen as guardians of the community there's going to be a totally different relationship with the community and that's what we need more of is this interaction this trust based upon the communication and the conversations and the dialogue and the connection we feel with our communities and with our neighbors. It's time for things to change. What are you seeing in your community? What are you observing? Well, it certainly seems like politicians are waking up because even here in Canada, as moderate and liberal as we are these days, even the liberals are opening dialogue about what's going on in Canada as it has in respects to the racism and the unconscious bias and all that stuff that's going on. So it seems that we're beginning to have a national conversation about racism and racism is about judgment it's about intolerance um, and it's long overdue exactly how we're going to tackle this is going to take time obviously <clears throat> organizations uh, cities rejiggering their budget priorities to defund toxic police departments and redirecting those funds, reinventing it. Camden, New Jersey is just a really interesting study. If you get a chance to read about their history, it's fascinating. And for those people in government or whatever that are involved with you know, reimagining what cities can do, 
it's, it's really valuable case study, I think. As well as in medicine hell, Alberta, the province of Alberta where I live in Canada, they eliminated homelessness. And what they did is they housed people and they provided them with social supports. They actually, now I think it's seven, eight years running that they haven't had any homeless people. So if there's a will, there's a way.